Section 5 of The Penny Catechism, A Catechism of Christian Doctrine, by the Catholic Truth Society. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by David S. Oderberg, Tidmarsh, England. Chapter 5. The Commandments of the Church. 228. Are we bound to obey the Church? We are bound to obey the Church, because Christ has said to the pastors of the Church, he that heareth you heareth me, and he that despiseth you despiseth me. Luke 10.16 229. What are the chief commandments of the Church? The chief commandments of the Church are 1. To keep the Sundays and holy days of obligation holy by hearing Mass and resting from servile works. 2. To keep the days of fasting and abstinence appointed by the Church. 3. To go to confession at least once a year. 4. To receive the Blessed Sacrament at least once a year, and that at Easter or thereabouts. 5. To contribute to the support of our pastors. 6. Not to marry within certain degrees of kindred, nor to solemnize marriage at the forbidden times. 230. What is the first commandment of the Church? The first commandment of the Church is to keep the Sundays and holy days of obligation holy, by hearing Mass and resting from servile works. 231. Which are the holy days of obligation observed in England? The holy days of obligation observed in England are Christmas Day, the Circumcision, the Epiphany, the Ascension, Corpus Christi, Saints Peter and Paul, the Assumption of Our Lady, and All Saints. 232. Is it a mortal sin to neglect to hear Mass on Sundays and Holy Days of Obligation? It is a mortal sin to neglect to hear Mass on Sundays and Holy Days of Obligation. 233. Are parents, masters, and mistresses bound to provide that those under their charge shall hear Mass on Sundays and Holy Days of Obligation? Parents, masters, and mistresses are bound to provide that those under their charge shall hear Mass on Sundays and Holy Days of Obligation. 234. What is the second commandment of the Church? The second commandment of the Church is to keep the days of fasting and abstinence appointed by the Church. 235. What are fasting days? Fasting days are days on which we are allowed to take only one full meal. 236. Which are the fasting days? The fasting days are the weekdays of Lent, certain vigils, and the ember days. Footnote 1. Lent ends at midday on Holy Saturday. The vigils are those of Pentecost, the Assumption, All Saints, and Christmas. 237. What are days of abstinence? Days of abstinence are days on which we are forbidden to take flesh meat and soups made from meat. 238. Which are the days of abstinence? The days of abstinence are all Fridays except any Friday on which a holy day of obligation falls. The Wednesdays of Lent in England, the four vigils unless one falls on a Sunday, and the ember days. Footnote 2. When December the 26th falls on a Friday, the abstinence is at present dispensed 
in England. 239. Why does the church command us to fast and abstain? The church commands us to fast and abstain, that so we may mortify the flesh and satisfy God for our sins. 240. What is the third commandment of the church? The third commandment of the church is to go to confession at least once a year. 241. How soon are children bound to go to confession? Children are bound to go to confession as soon as they have come to the use of reason and are capable of mortal sin. 242. When are children generally supposed to come to the use of reason? Children are generally supposed to come to the use of reason about the age of seven years. 243. What is the fourth commandment of the church? The fourth commandment of the church is to receive the blessed sacrament at least once a year, and that at Easter or thereabouts. 244. How soon are Christians bound to receive the blessed sacrament? Christians are bound to receive the Blessed Sacrament as soon as they are capable of distinguishing the body of Christ from ordinary bread, and are judged to be sufficiently instructed. 245. What is the fifth commandment of the Church? The fifth commandment of the Church is to contribute to the support of our pastors. 246. Is it a duty to contribute to the support of religion? It is a duty to contribute to the support of religion according to our means, so that God may be duly honoured and worshipped and the kingdom of his church extended. 247. What is the sixth commandment of the church? The sixth commandment of the church is not to marry within certain degrees of kindred, nor to solemnise marriage at the forbidden times. 248. Which are the times in which it is forbidden to marry with solemnity? The times in which it is forbidden to marry with solemnity, without special leave, are from the first Sunday of Advent till after Christmas Day, and from Ash Wednesday till after Easter Sunday. The Sacraments, Chapter 6 249. What is a sacrament? A sacrament is an outward sign of inward grace, ordained by Jesus Christ, by which grace is given to our souls. 250. Do the sacraments always give grace? The sacraments always give grace to those who receive them worthily. 251. Whence have the sacraments the power of giving grace? The sacraments have the power of giving grace from the merits of Christ's precious blood, which they apply to our souls. 252. Ought we to have a great desire to receive the sacraments? We ought to have a great desire to receive the sacraments, because they are the chief means of our salvation. 253. Is a character given to the soul by any of the sacraments? A character is given to the soul by the sacraments of baptism, confirmation, and holy order. 254. What is a character? A character is a mark or seal on the soul, which cannot be effaced, and therefore the sacrament conferring it may not be repeated. 255. How many sacraments are there? There are seven sacraments. Baptism, Confirmation, Holy Eucharist, Penance, Extreme Unction, Holy Order, and Matrimony. 1. 256. What is Baptism? 
Baptism is a sacrament which cleanses us from original sin, makes us Christians, children of God, and members of the Church. 257. Does baptism also forgive actual sins? Baptism also forgives actual sins, with all punishment due to them, when it is received in proper dispositions by those who have been guilty of actual sin. 258. Who is the ordinary minister of baptism? The ordinary minister of baptism is a priest, but anyone may baptize in case of necessity, when a priest cannot be had. 259. How is baptism given? Baptism is given by pouring water on the head of the child, saying at the same time these words, I baptize thee in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. 260. What do we promise in baptism? We promise in baptism to renounce the devil and all his works and pomps. 261. Is baptism necessary for salvation? Baptism is necessary for salvation because Christ has said, unless a man be born again of water and the Holy Ghost, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. John 3, 5. 2. 262. What is confirmation? Confirmation is a sacrament by which we receive the Holy Ghost in order to make us strong and perfect Christians and soldiers of Jesus Christ. 263. Who is the ordinary minister of confirmation? The ordinary minister of confirmation is a bishop. 264. How does the bishop administer the sacrament of confirmation? The bishop administers the sacrament of confirmation by praying that the Holy Ghost may come down upon those who are to be confirmed, and by laying his hand on them, and making the sign of the cross with chrism on their foreheads, at the same time pronouncing certain words. 265. What are the words used in confirmation? The words used in confirmation are these. I sign thee with the sign of the cross, and I confirm thee with the chrism of salvation, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. 3. 266. What is the sacrament of the Holy Eucharist? The sacrament of the Holy Eucharist is the true body and blood of Jesus Christ, together with his soul and divinity, under the appearances of bread and wine. 267. How are the bread and wine changed into the body and blood of Christ? The bread and wine are changed into the body and blood of Christ by the power of God, to whom nothing is impossible or difficult. 268. When are the bread and wine changed into the body and blood of Christ? The bread and wine are changed into the body and blood of Christ when the words of consecration, ordained by Jesus Christ, are pronounced by the priest in Holy Mass. 269. Why has Christ given himself to us in the Holy Eucharist? Christ has given himself to us in the Holy Eucharist to be the life and the food of our souls. He that eateth me, the same also shall live by me. He that eateth this bread shall live forever. John 6, verses 58 and 59. 270. Is Christ received whole and entire under either kind alone? Christ is received whole and entire under either kind alone. 
271. In order to receive the Blessed Sacrament worthily, what is required? In order to receive the Blessed Sacrament worthily, it is required that we be in a state of grace and fasting from midnight. 272. What is it to be in a state of grace? To be in a state of grace is to be free from mortal sin and pleasing to God. 273. Is it a great sin to receive Holy Communion in mortal sin? It is a great sin to receive Holy Communion in mortal sin. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily, eateth and drinketh judgment to himself. 1 Corinthians 11, 29. 274. Is the Blessed Eucharist a sacrament only? The Blessed Eucharist is not a sacrament only, it is also a sacrifice. 275. What is a sacrifice? A sacrifice is the offering of a victim by a priest to God alone, in testimony of his being the Sovereign Lord of all things. 276. What is the sacrifice of the new law? The sacrifice of the new law is the Holy Mass. 277. What is the Holy Mass? The Holy Mass is the sacrifice of the body and blood of Jesus Christ, really present on the altar under the appearances of bread and wine, and offered to God for the living and the dead. 278. Is the Holy Mass one and the same sacrifice with that of the cross? The Holy Mass is one and the same sacrifice with that of the cross, inasmuch as Christ, who offered himself a bleeding victim on the cross, to his heavenly Father, continues to offer himself in an unbloody manner on the altar through the ministry of his priests. 279. For what ends is the sacrifice of the Mass offered? The sacrifice of the Mass is offered for four ends. First, to give supreme honour and glory to God. Secondly, to thank him for all his benefits. Thirdly, to satisfy God for our sins and to obtain the grace of repentance. And fourthly, to obtain all other graces and blessings through Jesus Christ. 280. Is the Mass also a memorial of the passion and death of our Lord? The Mass is also a memorial of the passion and death of our Lord, for Christ at his Last Supper said, Do this for a commemoration of me. Luke twenty two nineteen End of section five Recording by David S. Oderberg Tidmarsh England